Peace and light, everyone. This is Alicia coming to you from Houston, Texas, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Microdosing Podcast. Let's go ahead and get right into it. Today's topic is growing your own food. I want I picked this topic today because um, growing your own food is bigger than just like providing uh, food for yourself and your family. There are so many things that happen when you cultivate, nurture, when you plant seeds, when you do all these things in a garden, a garden, the abundance of a garden, the way that a garden thrives um, requires tender love and care. So even if people think that you're rigid or you lack compassion, always know that that's a projection from their perspective of you or what they've been through in life, right? The true understanding of how much love you have in you is how you nurture, period. And um, a garden is a good way to look at how much love, uh, how much tender love and care that you have inside of you, how much you pay attention, your willingness to contact every day, to... um, be able to know what plants can be grown next to each other, uh, to, to look at the bugs. Oh my goodness. The bugs that will just ravish your garden and just paying attention to that as well. The squirrels and, you know, the butterflies and every, every living thing that benefits, um, from your garden benefits from your love. And, you know, we get caught up in, you know, I need to have a yard so that I can have a garden. I need acres before I can have a garden. You can have a container garden um, on your patio. So um, my sister has a container garden on her patio that's really beautiful and pretty and flourishing. And so, you know, it's just an opportunity to just kind of grow the essentials. And I mean, then you can work yourself up to other things, but... I also feel like there are some things that we just shouldn't be playing for. Potatoes, onions, garlic, ginger, turmeric, all of the herbs and spices are pretty easy to grow, Um, as well as tomatoes, peppers, eggplants, carrots. I mean, all of that you can grow in containers or in your yard. Um, and then you're able to share your harvest with other people. And if other people are growing a garden, you can swap. And it, it really is a good way to connect with nature and to connect with people. And even with children, when you allow children to help you grow a garden, even the most finicky eaters will eat whatever came out of the garden because they were a part of the process. So it's not as cumbersome as people think. It just requires your attention. That's all, just like anything else. So those 30 minutes that you might spend watching the news, head outside to your garden. You know what I mean? Bring down your anxiety by not getting all amped up about all the bad news and just go outside and allow yourself to be in nature. Just know that um, in the evening time, the mosquitoes, they are there. You know what I mean? And in the morning time, you know, you may be faced with some other challenges of like, you know, worms and things like that. But for the most part, gardening is a spiritual experience because nature 
is a great way to connect spiritually to yourself. I've often said that nature is my church. That's just me in particular. Um, I see myself a lot in nature, and I really enjoy uh, watching how nature will destroy things. And when it grows back, it's even more vibrant than what it was um, before it was destroyed. And I just connect with that. I connect with that on the level of sometimes we need to let go part of ourselves. We need to let that part of us die so that we can continue to become who we're becoming. And so it's okay to grieve that, but you also need to move from it. And a garden is a great testament to how all of that works. Um, Gardening also brings you the abundance of the harvest, right? And so being able to kind of say, you know what, I need some lemongrass. I want to make some tea. And you just go outside and you get what you need and you come back inside. It's, It's just a really good feeling. It helps you really connect to home and what you want home to be. So I just want to encourage everybody, if you can, to pick up some seeds um, or even, you know, take some of the seeds and, and things that you've eaten and you can look up great ways to kind of cultivate your garden or get it started. Super simple. Uh, you just have to prepare your soil, know your soil. It's super important for that. As well as, um, uh, you know, one thing I wanted to talk about was how gardening should occur, right? So whenever we've seen crops of food being grown or we've seen a garden, we've usually seen it in rows. And this comes from slavery. Um, It's easier to line people up, (laughs) to tend to the land. And so that just became the norm. Now you see that translate into prisons where they just kind of keep them in a line. And there are people who spend hours upon hours in the sun, in the relentless heat, um, tending to the land with minimal water or breaks. And it's unfortunate That's where we are, right? The African way of growing a garden, and a good friend of mine explained this to me, the African way of growing a garden is to grow everything together, not in rows, but just, you know, together, like organically, just kind of let them all hang out together. And there's an intelligence that plants have where they like to touch each other. They want to be connected They want to talk. They want to have fun. (laughs) They don't want to be separated from each other, just like us. They want inclusion. And so you allow these gardens to kind of just flourish. And a garden is usually, you know, when you look at it, sometimes it could be a big mess. And we've gotten really particular about our gardens looking a certain way. And so they can be Instagram ready. But I'm telling you. Some of the best fruit and vegetables come from gardens that are just wild, right? And the only thing that you do is you go in and you check for the bugs, you pull the weeds, you know, so that they continue to grow and you're good. And um, you also want to grow enough. You want to grow enough for you, 
the squirrels, the butterflies, the bugs, because you want to get in the habit of having enough for everyone. Because if you just grow enough for yourself, nature is going to get you. You'll go out there and your cantaloupes will be gone. But animals only take what they need. So if you grow enough, they'll take what they need and they'll leave yours for you. And so I think that's just a a great principle of nature that we can carry with ourselves. Take only what you need and leave the rest for someone else. So with that being said, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Remember to take care of yourself and each other. And until we meet again, peace and progress.